Hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Your Pet Business Content Your Way podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. So, this show is for you if you're looking to promote your pet business online in a way that feels good and even, dare I say it, feels fun and can actually be something you can enjoy. I'm Rachel Spencer and I help people working with animals in various different capacities from product makers to service providers to pet friendly destinations, let go of the things they feel they should be doing and focus on the things that they really want to do. And then that way they they feel comfortable talking about the work they do and how they make an impact. And on this week's episode, I'm going to be discussing AI for your pet business, which might feel like it goes against the grain of your pet business content your way, because obviously we're using AI. But what I want you to do is if you've decided to carry on listening come in with an open mind when it comes to using AI for your pet business because what I'm going to talk to you about in this episode is a way to use AI and use different tools in a way where your content will still sound like you because it will still be created by you and it will simply be a way that you can create more content or streamline your content production and basically make your life a little bit easier. So that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. I'm going to be sharing some examples with you, some case studies with you, some people sharing their experiences who I've worked with, and also a little bit about how I've been using AI in my business as well. So as I said, come in with an open mind on this one. I know there have been a lot of scary headlines about ChatGPT and other AI tools and robots taking over the world and how scary it is and robbing people's jobs and ruining people's lives and all of those things. And I completely understand why people are alarmed. But remember, these are headlines and headlines generally look for the most dramatic, most sensational thing to focus on. And actually, I'm going to share some examples with you today of people using AI as a really helpful tool, um, including myself, which And we're using it in a way that's very, very different to what we're seeing in the headlines. We are not copying people's content. We are not being lazy. We are not getting ChatGPT to write articles for us or other AI tools. We're not ripping off other people's content. We're doing it in a way that's just helping us build on what we're already doing. And we're feeding these tools and these applications things that we've already created. So we are able to be ourselves, be authentic, sound like us, feel like us, not feel like I'm putting something out there that just doesn't sound like me. Um, I've seen all kinds of posts recently um, about ChatGPT and other tools ripping articles off and incorrect information. Um, I talked about this probably a while back, actually. I'd probably say going back into like February, March time about if you do use these tools for research, you do have to check them. Um, I'll link to the other podcasts that I did on ChatGPT um, in the show notes for this episode. But when I talked about it then, I was actually talking about talking about it in the context of Facebook groups and I used it to do some research into definitions of Facebook groups. Now, I already know what the definition of a private or an open Facebook group is, but I just got these tools to make it easier for me and to write it for me to save me time with researching it. I feel if you are using these tools for research, you have got to double check everything that, that it's telling you. Um, so that that's just one small tangent. I've gone off on one there. Um, I've also seen a post about um, people claiming that they've had entire blog posts ripped off by um, AI. I don't know whether that's true. What I will say is I've had 
I've got a pet blog myself. It's called thepawpost.co.uk. It's um, an award-winning pet blog, and it's quite often I've had content completely ripped off. A couple of years ago, when we were in lockdown, I wrote about how to... Um, basically how to keep your dog cool in the summer when we're in lockdown. And I had a number of experts talk to me about that. They provided photos and it was very much content that was only for me. I had conversations with these people, so I know that they didn't have the exact conversation with other people. And I think there were like five or six different experts. And one of my experts actually flagged up and said, your entire article has been copied word for word along with the pictures on another website. Now I went um, over, I contacted this other website and it turned out it was you know, a content marketing company that were trying their luck and they'd put out this content to this website and claimed it was theirs. So I gave the, I sent them a notice to take the content down and that's how it was resolved. So I you know, I don't know everything about these tools, but what I would say is if people are talking about having entire articles ripped off their websites, there could be all manner of reasons as to why that happens. And I've just shared an example with you there. But going back to AI and should we be scared of it or should we not? The simple fact is, right, is it's been built into everything that we use. I'm recording this on the 25th of July. I reckon by the time it goes out, early August, there's going to be so many more tools that are going to be using AI. Last week, um, LinkedIn said it had been built into there. Um, it's being used inside of WordPress. It's inside of Canva. It's inside of Shopify. It's inside Netflix, Facebook, Twitter, or X as it's now called, Instagram, Google, Office 365, Spotify, Siri, Alexa. It is everywhere. So we, you know, we, we can't escape from this. And we're already actually using it in tools that we are already very familiar with and also probably feel quite comfortable with as well. So I want to share a quote with you. Um, as I have probably got across, I am really interested in this. I'm really fascinated by it. And I've been listening and reading a lot about it as well, as well as trying it and finding my way with it. And I found a really good quote on the Business of Authority podcast. And I'll share the link in the show notes with you. But it's a really, really good podcast. But a lady on there called Rochelle Moulton said, it's dangerous to be resistant to new ideas. It doesn't mean that you're going to embrace them forever, but just being flat out resistant usually isn't a great long-term strategy for your business. And I think that's a really important point to make. Okay, so as you know, I'm really interested in this topic. And I did a Facebook Live a couple of weeks ago in my free Facebook community, the Your Pet Business Content Your Way community, about how pet business owners feel about AI. These were the results. So 55% said they are using AI. 18% said they are not using AI tools. 21% said they're interested in hearing about how it might be useful. And 6% said they were not interested in using AI tools. So they were the results of the poll that I shared. And then afterwards, I did a Facebook Live, actually, where I talked about the different ways um, that I've been using um, these tools and how other people have been using them as well. And I guess the first thing I want to do in this podcast is reassure you that I'm not using, um, you know, I'm not using these tools to do people out of a job. Um, I, I'm also not an AI expert. I'm here to show you what I've learned. And I really, really, really want to stress that I, you know, the things that we're seeing about people losing their jobs because of AI, I think is, you know, it's, it's 
devastating, it's terrible, and I'm certainly not here in this podcast to tell you how to use AI to do somebody else out of a job. I've been a freelance journalist for many years. I know when Facebook came along, that did people out of jobs. I know when online came along, that meant that people lost their jobs. The, the wages have fallen in my industry. I've really seen you know technology have a massive impact, and it's not been a good one. Um, but this live, this podcast is coming to you from a place of wanting to help make your life easier um, and like I've said before I've made many changes in my business so I can try and support people during challenging times and I always do my best to operate in good faith and in line with my values so I'm sharing this with you this stuff about AI because I want it to help you not because I want to go and do somebody out of a job so I wanted to share with you um, a really good example of somebody who's used AI when I was chatting about this in my um, Pets Get Visible membership community um, I had a lady called Gemma Rice, who's a dog trainer, pop up, and she shared a really good example um, of how AI had helped her. So she said, on Monday, I had one client booked in for my workshops I've been running this weekend. This was a few weeks ago. So she said, I wrote a new sales post with the help of ChatGPT. I shared it like crazy, tried out Facebook ads, and six more people have booked on, and they're all completely new to me. So, of course, I responded, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is brilliant. So chuffy, Gemma. And I said, that's a chat GPT win, helping you put your big girl pants on and really push something. Would it, would it be okay to um, share this as an example? And Gemma said, yep, of course. I'm terrible at sales posts. I hate shouting about myself, but chat GPT threw some things at me that I would never have written about myself. Of course, I did tweak it and tone it down a bit so it was more like me. And it also gave some more structure to my post. So I wanted to share that with you. I think it's a really, really good example of how you can use ChatGPT. Still sound like you. Um, and also, big up to Gemma, who got six extra sales from using it. So really love that example. Another example I wanted to share with you is from one of my coaching client Sarah from My Anxious Dog um, we were on a coaching call a couple of months ago now and Sarah run, she runs a business selling yellow space awareness products for dogs so they know um, other people around them know that they need space and we were having this conversation at the beginning of the call and she was talking about how she'd gone away with her husband Matt and her dog Bella and they'd gone away in the van and somebody she said it was Matt but I don't know somebody had forgotten to pack Bella Bella's yellow lead which they take everywhere with them and she said you know when we were out with Bella it felt really weird because she did have a harness on but she didn't have a lead on and I was worried about what would people would people know and she said it felt like you know Bella was naked and we were and I said to her that's such a fascinating thing that you could share because she's got a really big community of people whose dogs are anxious and who really you know get a lot of support from wearing yellow said why don't we put it into chat gpt and see what you know what it comes up with and it actually came up with from you know basically an off-the-cuff remark from sarah came up with so many different post ideas for her and she's ended up doing like an entire campaign around you know how you feel naked if your dog's not got the yellow one or how your dog might feel naked and she even had some amazing um, graphics and cartoons created by helen from scotty's cartoons and this graphic that she's had created has been shared like it's been shared hundreds and hundreds of times. So basically what happened was an off-the-cuff remark was then turned into a social media post that then ran and ran and ran, turned into a blog post, turned into a cartoon and a graphic that's been it's reaching, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. So this is one way that you can use these tools actually to make your life a little bit easier. And if you're kind of racking your brains about what to say about something, it can really, really make, really make um just really streamline your content creation process and make life a lot easier for you. So that's another example. Um, 
what I'm going to do with you now is just share some ways that I'm using ChatGPT um, when it comes to my own content creation. Um, and there's all kinds of different ways. Most of them are pretty simple, really. Uh, it's mainly to save me time. So my content creation process is as follows. Sometimes I'll do a podcast interview and I will use AI, which um, the main one that I use is Otter, um, which is a transcription tool. And what I will do is I will take the audio from the podcast episode and I will put the audio into Otter. I'll upload it into there and it will give me a transcript. And then sometimes if I'm writing up a blog post to go with the podcast interview, if I was to go through that transcript and, and tidy it up, take out all the ums and ums, make it make sense, it can take me, it can take me like hours. It can take me like half a day. It can take me even longer. But what I have been doing is I've been uploading it. I've been taking chunks out of the transcript and uploading it into AI, usually ChatGPT, but I've been using another tool called Magi, um, M-A-G-A-I. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, and I basically give it a prompt and I will say to it, please can you um, please can you shorten what's being said here, but without changing the context of, of the conversation and continue to use direct quotes, cut out any repetition or any unnecessary words. And it will basically cut down cut down the conversation to what really needs to be said. Otherwise like my blog post would be, you know, ten thousand words long. I found it really handy in that respect. Um, so I will upload all of the material into AI. It will shorten it for me. I will then take it and then put it into a Google document with subheadings and it will just help me turn an audio interview into a blog post, which means it's more accessible and it's better for my website and loads and loads of different reasons. Another um, way that I use Otter AI is I use it to give me, when I'm doing the show notes for a podcast, so for example, this podcast, I'm talking about this particular topic and I'm just going to have a look and see what the timestamp is. So I'm talking about this particular topic at around 14 minutes. Um, so the subheading for this podcast will be how to use AI to get show notes for your podcast. So uh, I will write my show notes for the podcast and it will say at 14 minutes how to get use AI to get timestamps for your podcast show notes. So I will be able to find that particular part in the conversation by using AI, and then I will be able to put it into the timestamps for my podcast. So if somebody's listening and they just want to skip to that particular bit, that's giving them that helpful information so they can go ahead and do that. Um, another thing I find it really helpful for is rewriting social media posts. Sometimes one of the things I do is I share regular posts about my Facebook community, the Your Pet Business Content Your Way community. I'll also share them about my newsletter. And because I've written these posts over and over again, sometimes they just need a bit of a freshen up or I want to give it a new perspective. Or sometimes I'm just tired at the end of the day and I need to write a post. And what I can do is take something that I've already written and get AI to rewrite it for me. Now, I'm feeding it my original content, so it sounds like me. The other thing I will ask as well is to check if it remains grammatically correct while retaining the core message. So I find that really helpful as well. Um, another way I've been using these tools is when I am writing my email newsletters. So for example, today I was on the bike and they've got a new thing on the bike basically where... Um, when you get your, when you're on the Peloton, right? They've got all these different brilliant things, and you can either, um, you can either get your, get your, you know, your personal best compared to everybody who's taken that ride, or you can do, 
you can you know compare yourself to everybody who is doing that particular spin ride at the moment at that moment in time um so you know right here now and or there's a new thing where you can compare how you're performing on that ride to just the last time you took that ride so i thought well that's quite an interesting thing for an email topic and i just had this complete brain dump onto an email tapped out what i was thinking and then i put it into chat gpt and asked it to make a little bit more sense of what i've written so i've just gone blur and dumped everything into this email and that's just articulated it in a better way than i did when i just put these rough notes down but i know that if i'd have just carried on with my day and not really thought about get you know capturing that thought that i'd had dumping it into an email, I actually spoke into the email. So I transcribed into just a regular email what I was thinking about this new thing on the Peloton and how it could relate to business. And then I put it into AI. Um, I know that, that that email would have just vanished into the ether. I would never have remembered to document that. It, will, it went out to my newsletter actually a couple of weeks ago, but I was able to document it and it saved me time. But again, I'm feeding it my thoughts, my feelings. It's not a robot writing on my behalf. Or, you know, I'm not saying write about the Peloton and how it relates to pet businesses. It's what I think. Um, another really great thing, great way that I find it helpful is um, if I'm planning a blog post or a podcast. So, for example, I've got a holiday cottage and I wanted to write about a dog owner's guide to Robin Hood's Bay. Now, I have been there loads of times. I know, feel like I know everything that I need to know to write this blog post. But what I think is... Um, really helpful is to get that fresh perspective and to make sure that you're not missing anything you're not making assumptions or any blind spots so say for example um you know when i was writing about robin Hood's bay there were some topics that that i'd missed um there were some things that i just assumed that people would know had a really similar experience when i was writing about zoe willingham zoe has got a day she's a dog trainer she's got a um, day called dog on a lead day it happened back in july and i'd written a blog post i'd interviewed zoe then i'd published the audio and I'd written a blog post as well and um, when I use all these different tools as, as I've explained to you here today to put the blog post together I thought actually have I made any assumptions in there have I assumed people know what a long line is have I assumed people know what recall is and I wanted to double check it and so I did ask the tool I was using Magi for this one um, and I said have I made any assumptions and it said there was a couple of things it brought up. Um, so again, it was really helpful in that respect. So when I, what had happened was I'd written the blog post and then I'd taken Patch for a walk on the long line. And then it had come into my head. I thought, have I made assumptions here that people already know what a long line is? Um, so it was really good in that respect. Um, as I said, it's great for planning a blog post and a podcast. I can put my ideas or notes into AI and it can help me organise and structure them more effectively. And then the other thing I find really helpful is, and I used to have this with blog posts and my podcasts. Quite often I've written the blog, I've recorded the podcast, I've done the show notes, I've written a blog post to go with it. And by the time I get to putting it out there, I've run out of steam. And I need to post about it on social media. Otherwise, what is the point of me doing this podcast and working really hard on it and bringing guests in and all the different things that I do? I am quite last minute, Louise. So sometimes what I'll do if I need some social media posts is I'll copy the entire blog into ChatGPT or AI and I'll ask it to write me a social media post for Facebook covering the key points covered and what readers can expect. Now, I know what the key points covered are. Sometimes I will just go and get the bullet points from the show notes and put those in. But if I'm absolutely shattered and I just can't, like my head's just fried then it can help me um, in that respect as well and 
like I say, I love using Git for the audio. Um, I find that really, really, really helpful. The audio transcripts are just brilliant. And the other thing you can do as well is pull quotes out of it. Now, I reckon as I keep talking to you about this, I'll think of other ideas, but they're the main ways that I use it. And my feelings are, um, you know, the important thing to do is to look at these tools as aids. They are not substitutes when it comes to content creation. Like, I really believe that content marketing is a creative process and it starts with you. The creativity has to start with you. You have to feed it your creativity as the starting point. And I think that all of these tools can definitely be our allies, but we've got to give them something to work with in the first place. So I think that that is really, really important. So the other thing I wanted to share with you today is to talk a little bit about some um chat GPT one-to-one uh, -one sessions I've been having because oh my gosh I can't tell you how much I've loved doing these um so I had one with Anna from Anna run Anna is a groomer and she runs a gorgeous grooming salon called the dog house in Leicester and we talked about loads of different things but one like basically Anna wanted to figure out how chat GPT could work for her and we had like a 45 minute one-to-one -one where I just said right tell me what you want to do let's make it work it was just brilliant I loved it so in the session we talked about a potential outline for a book talked about an employee handbook we took because I get Anna's newsletter I said one of the things I want to do Anna is just show you how you can work with some stuff that you you've already written and I get Anna's emails and I went in my inbox because I'm rubbish at clearing that out. And I found an email that she sent me in like 2021. And it was all about like summer health tips for grooming your dogs. And what we did, we put it into um, AI and it came up with an Instagram post, a Facebook post, it came up with hashtags, emojis, and actually rewrote another email for her. Loads and loads of content. We got several pieces of content from that one email that she'd sent me two years earlier. Um, and then the other thing that we did, which I can't talk to you about in detail, but we we worked on a really amazing email and social media campaign that she has got planned for September. And honestly, right, I can't wait to see this campaign. I'm going to link to Anna's website in the show notes. So you can go and check her out and you can go and follow her because it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah, it's just packed with her personality and there is no way in this world that you would think that she's used tools to create these posts because it's all Anna it's all her that she's feeding into it um so it's not just oh I've got a robot to write about how to groom a cockapoo so that was Anna Anna said afterwards I had a one-to-one -one with Rachel today and as always she was utterly fabulous I really need to get to grips with chat GPT and how I can try to make my life more efficient and get stuff done which is massively lacking with a toddler in tow and another due in November Rachel helped me with so much stuff and I was amazed at how much AI came up with that was just what I needed. Inspiration for posts, blogs, newsletters and emails. It can really help with the blank page of doom, writer's block or pure lack of motivation. Thanks a million, Rachel. I can't wait to see what else comes up for us. I bet it will be magical. So go and have a look at Anna and what she's going to be doing in September because it is going to be magical. So next, I had another call with Debbie Humphreys. Debbie runs Red Hound for Dogs. Debbie is an amazing content creator. She's really established. She's been running for years, very experienced, absolutely brilliant at this stuff. But she wanted to know how to use, how to, you know, how she could use it. And she really wanted to dig into like how it can work for a website and lots of other things that she works on. Debbie's really busy um, and she 
creates a lot of content, but she's also got a really good archive of content as well that can be repurposed. So what we wanted to do with Debbie is um, we looked at content she's already got that can be refreshed. So that is going to save Debbie time when it comes to, but still maintaining her unique tone of voice and personality. Um, We also looked at um, some clothing guides and repurposing um, some of her blog posts into relevant seasonal posts. So we took one post, which was a bumper blog post about you know, whip it closed for all seasons. And we actually turned it into four different blog posts. So that was really, really useful. And then the other thing that we did is we, again, got to be a bit secret squirrel here. Um, We used ChatGPT to check the thoroughness of a really exciting project Debbie's working on. And again, we were using that whole thing around making, making sure we're not making assumptions. So that was really, really brilliant working with Debbie. We had like 45 minutes just going, you know, going going to town with chat gpt it was so 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 good so debbie said afterwards i've just come off a one-to-one chat with rachel about how to use chat gpt not only was it helpful and mind-boggling but it's also going to be a game changer there are so many courses on this and little bits and bobs but you know how it is you write it down file it away never look at it again however working one-to-one with rachel means you're actually doing it on the call so you can see how it can make your life easier it's important to note that chat gpt is not a replacement for writing copy but there are things i've learned It picks up your tone of voice very fast and it's brilliant at using your own words to make your copy better. It's great for a blog or newsletter title suggestions and suggests things in a way that you wouldn't have thought of. Obviously, I'm suggesting you book your own 45 minutes with Rachel so you can see how it benefits your own business. It's really good value for money. Thank you, Debbie. So as you can see, ChatGPT has been like such a helpful tool with my workflow save me time helps with content creation really helps with the quality just helps me get my work out there and I really hope these examples have given you some insights into how you can use this in your pet business as well and I hope if you started this episode thinking oh I'm not sure I hope it's just given you like loads of inspiration about how you can make it work I'm going to use another quote from the business of authority podcast before I kind of wrap things up this is from Jonathan Stark again I'll link to the podcast episode he said it's kind of like I have a first drafter like an intern type of employee who understands my stuff and can do a good first pass so like the first pass you know first draft um so again that's just another perspective it's like having an intern that you know it's which is just amazing isn't it so I'd love to know if you're going to try it. I'd love to know if you're going to try chat GPT and if you would like some support from me then there are a couple of options for you okay so Debbie and Anna both booked in for a one-to-one so I do 45 minute one-to-one sessions Um, because I love ChatGPT so much if you've listened to this podcast and you want to book a session just send me an email um, and send me an email and just say you've listened to the podcast you want to book a ChatGPT session And I will give you a little discount code because honestly I just love them I love doing them so much and I just yeah I just buzz off it the other thing that might be helpful for you if you are interested in working together more closely you might want to have you might want to consider joining my pets get visible membership so inside of pets get visible we have coaching calls like we have three coaching calls every month we have one which is forward planning and two Q&A coaching calls so it's the kind of thing you can bring to a coaching call you can come along and say really want to start using AI but can you help me and we can work on it there So Pets Get Visible, it's a brilliant community of pet professionals who all collaborate and support one another in marketing their work. 
as I've said, we have regular calls and we also have three co-working sessions every month where you basically get your bum in a chair and you focus on getting your marketing done. Debbie's in there and Anna's in there as well. And so is Gemma, who I've talked about on this podcast, as is Sarah and Zoe Willingham. Um, the other thing that you have as a bonus is you have a listing on my award-winning pet blog for pet owners. So you have your website listed on there, your phone number, your email address, your social media handles. So when pet owners are reading my pet blog, I get thousands of visitors every month, they can find you inside of the directory. That means people can discover you as they read articles on the blog and being listed on there also improves your visibility on Google and other search engines as well. So the membership is just £30 a month or £3.30 for the whole year and I will put the link to sign up in the show notes. So that is it from me for this episode of the podcast. I'm going to be back next week with a special guest episode and I'm really excited to share a story with a fabulous pet business owner who does things her way when it comes to her pet business marketing. So thank you so much for listening to the show. Really, really thankful, really grateful for you listening to the podcast. If you'd like to carry on the conversation, do come and find me in my free Facebook community as well, the Your Pet Business Content Your Way community. I'll link to that in the show notes and I will see you next week. Have a great rest of the week and thank you once more for supporting the podcast. <laughs>